Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. It's 910 WTIC News Talk 1080. Will Marotti Show, your host, Will Marotti. Matt Royce, our master ceremonies. Man, I'm getting a big, big uh, echo in my headset. <clears throat> hey, uh, you know, that's a song that we use every... Uh, Every show would begin. It's a it's a Doobie Brothers show, obviously, featuring Michael McDonald taking to the streets. And you know, I got a keyboard. I think I mentioned this for Christmas. I got a keyboard for Christmas. So here here's here's why I know I've arrived. And I can play that song and sing it and record it and use my cover uh, uh, the cover. <laughs> I'm only kidding. That'll never happen. I mean, I maybe could play it, but I don't think I could ever sing it. So, um, how you doing today? I hope you had a good uh, good weekend. I hope things are well for you. We had a great weekend. I'll tell you about that in a moment. Right now, it's 9-11, so let's take a moment and uh, gather our thoughts together, shall we? Heavenly Father, God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, we thank you for another day of life. Thank you, God, for being uh, good to us, kind, gracious, merciful, loving, patient. Thank you, God, for uh, just getting us through day after day. You're there for us. You're, you're not a a distant, isolated God being hid in some lead-lined room but you are accessible and you hear us and you respond and answer to our, our prayers and we're so grateful for that. We thank you, God, for the many, many blessings in life. And we pray, God, that you would uh, continue to comfort those that are grieving. Uh, I think of the family of, of Tyree Nichols, just a horrible tragedy, God. We pray you'd comfort them. We pray, God, that you'd heal those that are ill, struggling with illness, struggling with relational problems, struggling with emotional problems, financial problems, God, that you would give them relief. We thank you, God, for all of our, our first responders. 
pray for blessing and protection over them today. First and foremost, the police, law enforcement. Thank you for all the men and women serving the military. There's uh, hot spots all over the world, things happening, threats and wars and rumors of wars. And so we need, uh, we need their protection and safety, guard their families, all of our veterans. Thank you for them. Pray for our leaders, those who we like, those we don't like. Uh, we pray that you give them wisdom, strength, guidance, help them make proper decisions. Thank you for the freedom we have in this country still, that we can be on the air right now <laughs> praying. Oh, my gosh. Thank you, Lord. Thanks for TIC. Thanks for the privilege of being on the air today. Thanks for all of our audience, great listeners. Bless them today. Bless all of us. We thank you and praise you in Jesus' name. Amen. Can I get amen out there? You can submit your amens via social media, Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, Twitter, same handle, all four accounts, at Will Marotti. You can also email me at um, <clears throat> willmarotti at yahoo.com. Yeah. Here they come. <laughs> you guys are too funny. I love you guys. I really do. You guys don't waste time at all. You hit the button, and here come the amens. Amen, Lori. <laughs> First one I saw today. Thank you so much. Oh, gosh, you're so, you guys are so wonderful. Um, Steve Bucci at 935. Very concerned, very concerned about a report, an analyst. Again, you know, we don't know what, who he is, or maybe we do have to, I don't see it. Yeah, okay, so we do have to know who the analyst is. Um, and, and says, we don't have currently, we don't have enough weapons to fight China. And then the report from a general just came out that says we could be at war with China within two years. We'll talk to Steve Bucci about that. Um, also, on a pleasant note, best states to retire. Connecticut has gotten better. We, used to, we were last year, we are fifth from the bottom in states to retire. Right now we're uh, somewhere... No, 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 where are we? We are kind of bottom third. Eh, um, we'll, we'll talk about that. Um, did you hear, you saw this on the news last week, there was a riot in Atlanta. This is before, long before the video came out of the, of the killing of, of, of Tyree Nichols. I don't know if you've seen that video. I saw it once, I will not, there will not be a second time. It's too disturbing for me. Um, there was a there was a riot in Atlanta. I mean, they and it was it was Antifa motivated. And uh, who who was who was involved? Who was doing it? Well, they made six arrests, and and it turns out all six of the people arrested apparently are are privileged children. We'll talk about that. How interesting. Uh, Gene, amen. Thank you so much. I want to talk about school choice today. We've got a, I'm a big believer in school choice. You know what? Parents clearly can pull their kids out of school, out of public school. If they don't like what's being taught, they don't like the gender confusion, the CRT, whatever they don't like, them, they can clearly pull their kids out of school and, and go to a great private school like, I don't know, maybe Carver Academy in Wallingford. They can go, they can go there. But, um, but, but, but really, I've always thought there should be either a school voucher uh, system or uh, so, something like that, and um, they passed a law. Passed a law in in Iowa recently. Uh, Governor Reynolds, Kim Reynolds, passed a law that will allow uh, voucher systems. 
in, in Iowa. And, and isn't that great? And so what they're going to do is um, they're going to have an account. The parents want to send their kids to private schools. 75, this is great because we don't even charge this much. $7,598 for every student that's available to go to private school, eligible. That would be wonderful. I think that's a great, how many of you think that's a great idea? Uh, Parents, grandparents, I'm telling you, your kids will do much better in private schools than they will in public schools without question, without question. So there's a lot, a lot to talk about today. But today is January 30th. And I want to do this day in history, January 30th. First of all, 1826, the first modern suspension bridge opens in Wales. And it connected the island of Anglesey to the mainland. It was designed by Thomas Telford, had a total span of 577 feet, was 98 feet tall. And it was intended to allow sailing ships to pass underneath. 1835, there was an assassination attempt on Andrew Jackson. He was leaving the United States Capitol. And an unemployed English house painter named Richard Lawrence approached him, aimed a pistol at him. The gun misfired, and uh, Jackson was spared. Davy Crockett. (laughs) Remember the, 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 the show Davy Crockett? That was a Disney program. And uh, Davy Crockett helped wrestle the gun away from the the assailant. He was there at the time. Uh, Let's see. 1862, the first ironclad ship was launched, the USS Monitor, built by John Erickson in Brooklyn. Took him three months to build it. Wow, unbelievable. Engaged in several other battles during uh, the Civil War, but uh, sank a year after she was launched, not because of warfare, but a, a heavy storm she encountered. 1933, Adolf Hitler becomes Chancellor of Germany. That's a great move. 1948, Mahatma Gandhi uh, was assassinated walking... Um, um, hmm. And 68, this is big, 68, if you remember, the, the Tet Offensive was launched in Vietnam. This was a surprise attack. North, North Vietnamese communist troops made numerous simultaneous attacks in South Vietnam. Um, over over 80,000 Viet Cong attacked South Vietnam all at the same time. Americans pushed them back, but it really was uh, at least a public turning point for the war. And in 1969, this is shocking to me, 1969, the Beatles performed their last show. Now, I would have thought the Beatles were, like, active into the 70s. Wouldn't you have thought that? I mean, I was only a kid, so I don't, I don't remember. They performed a 42-minute set on the rooftop of Apple Corporation. Not Apple Computer. Apple was a, was a, uh, a record company. I think, it was, I think it was the Beatle record company, in fact. Uh, news of the performance spread. Crowds of specters lined up on the street below and roof, adjacent rooftops. Police were concerned about traffic issues. They climbed to the roof and shut the performance down. The show was later included in the documentary Let It Be. 1916, the last Beatles performance. Holy cow, isn't that something? Wow. And that's this day in history. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't talk about this last week. I wanted to. Apparently, you know, we had, we had for the first time ever two living popes at one time. 
Um, Pope Benedict the Sixteenth retired, and um, he lived for you know quite a while, ten years. Uh, while his his successor, Pope Francis. Well, this is amazing. This is one of those you know who knows if it'll ever see the light of day stories. Okay. But Pope Benedict was extremely conservative and was very critical of how the Catholic Church was functioning under Francis. And so um, he wrote a book. The book is entitled, What is Christianity? And he, and he bequeathed or willed that this book would not be published or released until after his death. He wrote, for my part in life, I no longer want to publish anything. The fury of the circles against me in Germany is so strong that even the appearance of my every word immediately causes numerous shouting from them. I want to spare myself and Christendom this. Benedict writes in the book, allegedly, you haven't seen it, haven't read it, the church is close to collapse, paints a picture of seminaries in the U.S. as centers of promiscuous homosexuality and perversion. In various semin seminaries, he profaned, homosexual clubs were formed, which acted more or less openly, which clearly transformed the atmosphere of the seminaries. Now, if he's talking about seminaries in the United States and Germany, I, maybe Germany, because maybe that's why they're so mad at him in Germany. Anyway, he goes on. It's, it's quite, a, quite an article. And uh, this, it's not available yet, the book. The book's coming out. And he's very critical of the, uh, the left-leaning of, uh, of Pope Francis. And I told you, Francis is, you know, was really came out of South America, was really a uh, liberation theologist, although that's been denied. But, um, yeah. Benedict also warned that amid the church's disarray, the world is becoming increasingly anti-Christian. True. Um, no, the great powers of tolerance do not grant Christianity the tolerance they propagate, adding that their radical manipulation of man and distortion of sexist of gender identity, ideology, were inherently anti-Christian and regarded the church and regarding regarded the church as an obstacle. The tolerance, and it is. The church is is a, supposed to be a firewall. I, I told that to our church a number of weeks ago. Church is supposed to be a firewall. Fire break, stop, go no further, and uh, and it hasn't been. It hasn't been for a long, long time. Pastors have been afraid to talk about things. Churches are afraid to take particular stands on issues, so they don't want to upset people. And and this is the result. This is what happens. Okay, uh, let's take a quick break. We'll come back. Frank, George, you guys are up first. Eight six zero five two two nine eight four two. Here on the Monday edition of the Will Marotti Show. We'll be right back. Back to the Will Marotti Show on WTIC News Talk 1080. All right, welcome back. Let's see. I'm going to go to a call, and then I'm going to hold one over the break, and then I will take you before I get uh, I get um, Steve Bucci at 935. Let's go to uh, Frank and Woodbridge. Frank, welcome to the show. Good. How are you doing today? Doing great. I'll go quickly. It was a tragedy what happened with those five black cops with Nichols. But yeah. if you look at if you look at the beginning of the video, all he had to do was go to the ground, keep his mouth shut, and let him handcuff them. He resisted arrest. And I said a thousand times over the years, 
you don't resist arrest. Because if you do, bad things happen. I get now, that, I was Frank, telling but he shouldn't have taken five of them, Frank. That's, they're just right, bad but the cops. bottom line is oh, he cops. had a chance in the beginning to go to the ground, keep your mouth shut, and put the cups on him. He didn't like it. Granted, but I he, was shouldn't telling been, Matt, he shouldn't, have been, he shouldn't be dead, Frank. There's no, no Frank. All uh, he Frank, had to do was go to the ground to keep his mouth shut and let him put the Frank. handcuffs on him. He had no prior police record. He had no criminal they didn't arrest. Know that. He had nothing. They didn't and know that. They didn't know that, but but they didn't have to kill the kid. The kid. No, he was on the right. ground. He was on the ground. He was controlled. A police officer kicked him in the head twice. I saw the video. No, no, that was the second video. The first video, they put him on the ground. They told him to shut up. Put your hands behind your back. Frank, there's the no defense for this. I'm sorry. There's absolutely no defense. No, I didn't defense. say there was. This but kid I'm should not. And you're that, right. The lesson is. The lesson is always listen to the police. That's the lesson. Right. But, don't resist arrest. But that doesn't justify the fact. No, that the kid's you're right. Dead. It doesn't. So it doesn't. I, but if I, you listen I, in the beginning, he'd be alive right now. Well, maybe so. But I. I, I was know. telling Matt though. The good thing is that can never happen to me because the handcuffs. The cops can't put handcuffs <laughs> on me. They don't fit. <laughs> Frank, They'd I have love to you. Tie me. They'd have, have to tie day. me down like a like a gorilla. I love you. Thanks, Frank. All right, we're going to take a break. We'll come back. Steve Bucci, Heritage Foundation, when we return. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. Listen to the Will Marotti Show on the free Odyssey app. Download and like WTIC and follow Will Marotti today. All right, welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, 939. You know, I, um, I, I just don't know, um, and, and I, I'm going to guess you're, probably in a similar situation. You just don't know what to believe, who to believe. Uh, you always hear conflicting reports about Ukraine. Ukraine's winning, Russia's winning. Now, you know, maybe a, a, a dollar, a day late and a dollar short, we're sending all these tanks to Ukraine. If we would have done it in the first place, could have avoided the whole thing. Uh, and how, how it seems like we're always somewhere on thin ice with somebody or something, whether it's, 
whether it's Iran or uh, we've got a lot of tension right now in Jerusalem, uh, in Israel. Uh, we've got tension uh, certainly with China and Taiwan. And, uh, you know, it's just, it's, it's hard to know. It's hard to know. Are we, are we secure? Are we safe? Are we prepared? So we wait for Monday to talk to our military expert with the Heritage Foundation, Steve Bucci, a long career in the United States military, uh, 30 years, special forces, most of those times, Pentagon, War College, West Point graduate, and always a pleasure to welcome Steve back to the program. Hey, Steve. Hi, Pastor. Thank you for having me. Um, I don't know if you can relate to what I just said, but I think a lot of people, a lot of Americans feel that tension of, you know, are we ready? You know, what if something happens? We all, you know, I think we felt very safe. Uh, I felt safe under Donald Trump. I felt like we didn't have these kinds of threats bubbling up so frequently. I'm sure they were there. We didn't hear about them as much. I felt safe under Ronald Reagan. I felt like Reagan had such a command of, of peace through strength, you know, and he built up our military. And I, I just felt, I felt secure under those folks. I don't feel secure right now. And there's a story. And before I get to what I really want to ask about, I just want to share this story with you. Apparently over the weekend, a South Korean soldier mistakenly fired uh, a heavy machine gun. It's a, a KR-6, apparently, made by South Koreans. It's a it's a it's a, a variant of the 50 caliber M2 Browning, and uh, this is right at the de, uh, de military uh, the line of demarcation, the DMZ area, and uh, I wonder, like, is something like that could that set off a conflict? You know, somebody just, for whatever reason, it wasn't paying attention. He was trying to horse around, you know, and he and he fired. He fired the weapon uh, and, you know, a North Korean response. Because I'm sure it's like the, the border in Cuba, right, where you've got, a, you've got a fence line. You've got, you know, Cubans guarding one side, Americans guarding the other side in Guantanamo. How, how often, I guess, or is that something that is really a concern, Steve, that, that a mistake could start a war? Well, you know, we, those of us that have been in the military or are in the military, we, we kind of, we chuckle a little at questions like this because, you know, the people in the military of most countries are 17 and 18 year olds. Yeah. They're, they're not, you know, Jason Bourne. They're, <laughs> they're for the most part, just kids off the street doing their national service uh, and, you know, that's why you have sergeants. That's why you have officers over these guys, because, you know, they make mistakes and, yeah. and you got to keep track of them. Uh, the, the Korean border, the DMZ there, frankly, is way more dangerous than anything down at, near Guantanamo. Mm. Uh, the yeah. tensions down there are not that high. Everybody kind of behaves for the most part. Sure. And, in Korea, the North Koreans in particular are always pushing the, the envelope. They're, you know, sending people out into the DMZ to try and sneak across. Uh, I mean, there's, it's, it's dangerous. Mm -hmm. I've had friends who said, this is prior to the, the last couple of decades of war, but who said they got shot at more on the DMZ in Korea than they had during their tour in Vietnam. <laughs> um, so it, it is dangerous. Wow. And, it is a problem, you know, if some kid 
sits there and he's not paying attention. He leans back to get his cup of coffee and he forgets his fingers on the 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 firing mechanism of of his fifty cal and the darn thing goes off. Everybody knows that that weapon went off. They're loud and big oh, yeah. and shoot big bullets. Yeah, yeah. So an incident could occur, but there are are measures there uh, in place to immediately get control of those things, adjudicate them. Uh, and while they do more often than we like to say, you know, they, they escalate locally, you know, maybe they'll shoot back. We'll, our side will shoot back at them again. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then the, the grownups get control of it and they calm down and it is unlikely just to start a war because some conscript, you know, pulled the trigger by mistake. Mm-hmm. Uh, the the danger that's not to to you know minimize the danger because Kim Jong Un kind of thinks of things differently than us and and you know he shoots missiles over Japan for sure, goodness sake sure. right uh, and sends his his uh, special operations troops down into South Korea they're not kidnapping people like they did during the uh, you know sixties and stuff but they you know bad things happen but uh, it it is far more likely that if there's going to be a conflict there, it's going to be because Kim Jong-un decides, you know what? I'm nobody's paying any attention to me. I'm going to do something nutty and I'm going to shoot a missile that's going to hit a target and kill a whole bunch of people. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and they'll, they'll back down from me because they know I'm the, you know, the dear leader. Uh, <laughs> so it's yeah. an intentional event, maybe not one, that was intended to start a major war, yeah. but one that is designed to be a you know sharp stick in the eye. That you know the South Koreans just say, you know what, enough's enough. We're just going to go smoke something up in in North Korea mm-hmm. for what they just did to us. Mm-hmm. You know, and then you get a much higher level of escalation going on, and and then you're more likely to have a conflict. Uh, it's you know, the, the single individual doing something, particularly on a tactical level, is not likely to start a war anywhere. Uh, that, that's why we have chains of command. That's why we have, you know, people who are older, more experienced over conscripts. We're blessed that we have a professional military. Right. Uh, you know, we may have a, a new kid on duty, but even his peers you know, who, who may just be a private first class versus a private, uh, you know, they're, they know what they're doing. And, you know, they'll be the first ones to smack their buddy in the back of the head and say, what the heck are you doing? You can't do that. And, and I accept uh, and, that, and I accept that particularly when you talk about Cuba, right? It's our guys. It's our, it's the United States military at Gitmo. I, they're trained. They know what they're doing. I totally accept that. But who knows about these Korean I mean, if they're young Korean soldiers, I mean, I guess they're, I'm sure they're trained. They wouldn't be there if they weren't trained. North Korean soldiers. Uh, th- there was, to your point, there was an incident that happened back in 2020 in May. North Korea fired four 14.5 millimeter rounds outside a guard post just north of the demarcation line. And those rounds actually struck a, a, a UN command post. The South Koreans fired back and broadcasted warnings to North Korea. And that, and that was the end of it. But um, it just seems like, and again, maybe because I don't feel the current administration has the best handle on military operations. I don't feel like the current commander-in-chief is, is quite 
uh, in touch as past presidents. I, I just feel like there's there's a greater level of uncertainty. And again, that's from that's from a novice. That's from a you know an outsider looking in, not knowing anything about military operation. But what what no, disturbed? I I, I I think your your gut feeling is spot on. Uh, the fortunately, most of those you know sort of low level things get resolved at a low level before anybody at the national levels of either country gets involved. So whether it's Joe Biden, who's a little bit off and you know can't remember what day it is, or it's Kim Jong Un who thinks he really is the center of the world. Those guys are are not going to get involved in those kind of inadvertent shootings, you know, inadvertent release of a weapon system at a very low level. So the 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 problem area at the top is not connected to the problem area at the bottom on a regular basis. Yeah. Now, if there's a bigger thing starts, I'm I'm with you. I'm I'm not sure this particular administration. You know, I, you think that with President Trump, when when our special operations base was being uh, was coming under attack in Syria from the Wagner group mercenary troops that the Russians had sent there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And our guys called back and said, hey, we can see these are Russians. Mm-hmm. What are we supposed to do? Are we supposed to engage these guys. Mm-hmm. And it went up the, the chain of command like wildfire. They took it right to President Trump. And he said, absolutely, take them out. They're, they're threatening our people. Hit them with everything we got. And so it wasn't just our guys on the base shooting back. There was a massive air support component to it that we ended up killing a couple of hundred Russians. And you know what? The Russians stayed away from that base for the rest of the time President Trump was in office. There, there's, 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 there's a lot to be said for Ronald Reagan, knowing that we could we could maintain peace through strength, that that a lot of these times, absolutely right, it's Russia, China, Iran, North Korea, they understand force, they understand power, and when when you when you demonstrate that you're not afraid to use it if necessary, I think I think it goes a long way. What what's really concerning me? This is a report that came out last week. It was from the report from the Center for Strategic and International Studies in Washington, D.C., and uh, it was reported by the Wall Street Journal. It said the war in Ukraine has exposed widespread problems in the American armaments industry that may hobble U.S. military's ability to fight a protracted war against China in the new study. Long stay, I won't take time to read. Now, last week, uh, another report comes out, uh, an article, that, and I don't know who this guy is. I don't know if he's a, a good guy. I don't know anything about him. U.S. Air Force uh, Major General Michael... Minahan was speaking in Korea and said that uh, China could be at war with the United States within two years from now. And the concern is that we don't have, we're not, we're not at a capability ready to take on that kind of a conflict, certainly not in a, in a sustained fashion. So are, are these just guys that are, you know, who, who knows why people would say, like, it, it, first of all, I wouldn't say it publicly if I knew it was true. Why do I want to let my my enemy know I'm even thinking that way? But but the fact of the matter is, both of these reports came out published in Wall Street Journal. Is this something we should be concerned about, Steve? Uh, you know, I have no control over it. I mean, what am I going to do? I, I I can't help the matter. I can't fix the problem. 
But but what what do you suppose is is really the core of this, and and why would people even re- release this information? Well, first, General Minahan is a former Intel guy. He was a he was a director of CIA. You know, he's he's or DIA, excuse me. Uh, you know, he's he's a legit guy. He's a spook. Uh, okay. Yeah, and so he probably knows. And what he's talking about there is, do we have the the weapon systems and the ammunition stockpiled sufficiently to fight a big war? Remember, the last twenty years, the wars we've been fighting have been very small, localized, you know, counterinsurgency, counterterrorist type things, which. Yeah, we use up a lot of bullets and bombs, but not like when you're, you know, the Ukraine is more what we would consider a high intensity fight where you have, you know, major artillery units shooting back and forth at each other. You got tanks involved, that sort of thing. And so the general is is raising the flag that we have not been stockpiling ammunition and weapons the way we used to during the Cold War. And perhaps we need to do that. Uh, and the, his rationale, I'm guessing, is that he has told people on the sly, you know, in closed hearings or office visits of his concerns, and he doesn't think they're responding. So now he's doing it in, in a more public forum as a way to hopefully jumpstart our system, get some legislators, our congressmen, senators, to dig in and say, Pentagon, we're putting money in the budget for you to, you know, build more bullets, build more tanks, that kind of thing. Not that sort of blank check, go buy whatever you want, but targeted uh, uh, appropriations to replenish our ammunition and and uh, replacement vehicle kind of stocks. Mm-hmm. So uh, it makes sense. And yes, you can have something to do. You can call your congressman, you can write to your senator, mm-hmm. and you can tell him, hey, I'm concerned mm-hmm. that we're using up all of our stuff helping Ukraine. Yeah. I think it's okay to help Ukraine, but you know, we need to be able to do two things at once, mm-hmm. help Ukraine mm-hmm. and then build new stuff to, to fill up those warehouses. Uh, and it's difficult now, Pastor. I, I was telling another uh, interviewer a while ago, there's only one factory in the United States of America that builds tanks. One, one. in the whole country. You know, it, this is not mm. World War II wow. where we can suddenly say, okay, all you car factories, yeah, yeah. change gears and start building tanks. Tank mode. It, this, right. this stuff is too complex oh, and uh, too advanced now to do that uh, or to do it in any kind of speed. Uh, so... It is tight. You know, we we don't build keep building tanks every day uh, because they don't break down that often. Yeah, yeah and more, a little more use out of tanks. Yeah, uh, so it's it it's difficult to do that. We had that problem with rubber tires mm-hmm. at the beginning of the war on terror. Mm-hmm, uh, they mm-hmm. the we have one size tire that fits all of our really big military trucks. Mm-hmm. You know, we don't have deuce and a halfs anymore. We have these big <laughs> You know, some other nomenclature. They're big, giant tires. Sure, sure. And the Michelin in America makes the tires for us. Mm-hmm. And and they, they do a great job. They cranked them out. And we said, well, 
we really, you need to hold on making some. We got enough for right now, but don't shut down the lines. And Michelin said, well, look, we have a problem with that because, you know, that means we got to pay people to sit around. Mm-hmm. It, you know, if, if we're not on contract to make more, our protocol is to shut these lines down or convert them to do something else. And for a while, Michelin was very cooperative with us. Great patriots actually have a couple of classmates or senior members of, of Michelin America's leadership. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and they worked their tails off to accommodate us, mm. but private companies can't do that forever. Right. Right. And, and so, you know, in, in this kind of situation, somebody has to throw the switch to get those lines moving to, to build replacement artillery shells, replacement rockets, replacement missiles, sure. you know, and, and eventually replacement tanks or self-propelled artillery. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that switch has not been thrown yet. And that's yeah. what General Miniman was, was talking about. And that's why I felt safer under Trump, quite frankly, and safer under Ronald Reagan. All right. Hey, Steve, thank you so much. I really appreciate you coming on. I know folks enjoy hearing hearing from you and sharing your, your, your background, your knowledge. And uh, we'll just keep praying. We'll keep praying for safety, praying for our country. And uh, thanks again. Appreciate you very much. And we'll talk to you next week. Sounds good, Pastor. That That's the key is everybody keep praying. Okay. Amen. Thank you, sir. All right. All right, hey, uh, we're going to take a break. News, uh, Vinny, I know you're hanging on. Hang on there. You're up first after the uh, the news, 860-522-9842. Give us a call. Love to talk to you today on the Monday edition of Wilm Roddy Show right here on WTIC News Talk 1080. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 